Hey guys, what's up? I'm Shema. And I'm Tiffany. And you're listening to Chai Tea Party. This is a podcast about the underdogs, the brave, the creative, and the slightly off in the Desi community. They tell you I was dumb wrong, huh? That I'm a long way from home, huh? That if I do it, I'll be alone, huh? Well, now I'm coming for the fucking throne, uh? And now I'm coming for the crown, and I'm coming for your doubts and your spouse while I'm pulling down a blast and I'm burning down your hat. What you gonna do now? They calling me a brand boy lost, huh? When I'm done, they gonna love me for these motherfucking brand boy thoughts. Today, we have a very special guest. Just kidding, they're all special. Um, but today we have someone that you might recognize from Last Comic Standing, who's also made appearances on The Colbert Report, Conan O'Brien, and The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. He's a stand-up comic, born and raised in Massachusetts, and now living in New York City. Please welcome, Alingon Mitra! you try to show you how brown fella just might move you, what you scared might do it. Life fluid, put a light to it. Oh, you scared might do it, what you doing? Well, what you moving? I'm a simple dude. Okay, so now enough questions about us. Um, so you we were just talking earlier. Am I, am I not allowed to ask you guys any questions? <laughs> oh, not you a can. single question. Yeah. That was a question. Okay. You're cut off. It's <laughs> no done. More. This right. interview is over. I feel like people are not as interested. We're not as interesting, so... And we talk a lot anyway, so I don't know if we... Uh, <laughs> um, okay. No, I think I, I, just, like, I, I generally uh, end up like... Answering questions, but then asking questions too. That's so, fine. oh, that's fine. That's called a conversation. So, <laughs> that works. As long as that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, I know you. We were just talking, and you mentioned you are from Massachusetts. I am from Massachusetts. Yeah, I uh, grew up in Central Mass, Worcester, Massachusetts. Is are there a lot of white people in Massachusetts? <laughs> in, 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 in absolute terms yes i think there are uh in like relative terms i think central mass worcester is surprisingly diverse but uh yeah it's definitely i mean massachusetts is a very um as a it's a very white place <laughs> we just like to ask people that to see what their reaction is at first but <laughs> part, of the, part of the reason i like to ask that is we want to know how you learned about your identity if if that was something that you know, if you were surrounded by a lot of diversity or a lot of brown people, how that kind of helped you figure out who you were and if you were different and things like that. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, so there is, like, culturally, my family is Bengali. So we would have, there's like a, there was like a, a group of, I would say, maybe 10 families or so um, that were kind of the group of Worcester Bengalis that would have kind of potlucks and get-togethers so there was like a constant oh did you guys hear that noise or is that just me just you okay that's I was thinking maybe Akash responded but oh did he uh I don't know I I don't use google hangouts much and it would be it would be great if akash like does keep interrupting well just just like keeps interrupting the conversation but doesn't ever join the conversation uh no i think that was a different okay uh no that was a different thing just a different noise and we derailed the whole conversation perfect we're not <laughs> cutting any of that out yeah, this is just the keep best. all of this well for context yeah we'll let people know we got ghosted by akash singh literally um, the, ghost. <laughs> the comedian and part of the american daisies podcast and now we're beefing oh yeah so we talk, we're gonna talk mad shit for the entire interview about <laughs> The thing is, he would he would love it if he was here and we were like ripping on him because that's, that's the he is. So he's really missing out right now. Um, okay, we'll have to do a part so two then for sure with him. Yeah, we should we should have him like yeah have a rebuttal podcast. Yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> so sorry, you were saying about um, your hometown. Yeah, so so in terms of uh, you know knowing about being brown. It, there was definitely a crew of Bengali families that 
like we would spend, you know, um, I, I think it was maybe once a month and then more frequent events throughout the year. So you'd end up seeing them fairly often. And so even though you wouldn't see that many like brown people in school, you, I definitely still was able to get a sense of the Indian culture and Bengali culture by spending time with those families and, and then Indian um, families that were like outside of just the Bengali circle as well. Like my parents were very involved with like the Indian community in Worcester. Mm-hmm. So we'd still get a good uh, exposure to that through that. But in terms of school and stuff like that, I went to a Catholic school for uh, like my beginning elementary years. Wait, and you that was yeah, I went to a Catholic school, like, even though we're Hindu, right. um, my mom had gone to a Catholic school where she grew up in India, right. and I, when they came to America, like, the public school system wasn't to their liking, mm-hmm. and the Catholic school was affordable, but also, like, just a good, giving a better education, so that's where we were, we went to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have siblings? So, you said we. I'm just curious. Oh, my brother and I. Okay. Um, and I uh, like to incorporate you guys into my story, so you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So that that when I say we, that's who I'm referring okay. to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when you started, how did you start getting into comedy? Like, when did you start thinking about this as a career? As a career, I mean. That sort of happened gradually, I think. It was... I, I always liked doing stand-up comedy, or always like watching stand-up comedy growing up. I just had kind of... I don't, whenever it was on Comedy Central, that's like what I would watch, and whenever I got an opportunity. Like, back then, there was no YouTube, so it was more just like, anytime it was on TV, I'd, I'd kind of gobble it up. Um, so I was just like, loved watching it. But then, after I graduated from school um i just started going to open mics basically that's how you just start right like Mm -hmm. you're going up in front of other people who are just um basically like alcoholics who think they can tell jokes and so (laughs) you go up the universal truth of comics (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. um it's not dissimilar i think to the podcast world so you just start (laughs) doing it yeah we just do a lot more drugs i think (laughs) <laughs> that's debatable but. yeah no totally not sure. mom I don't do drugs <laughs> um, and when you said graduated do you mean high school or college college okay. college college um, yeah it was uh, basically I was working for a brief like a very brief time at a consulting firm and just wasn't very like creatively fulfilled so uh I quit that job, like, <laughs> very quickly and um, started working with my – my family has, like, a tax consulting practice. Mm-hmm. So I kind of joined the family business, um, started doing stand-up a little bit, and then there was a brief time when I was considering going to law school. So oh, nice. I did a, an AmeriCorps program. I don't know if you guys are familiar with what that is. Mm-hmm. But um, for the listeners who aren't, it's basically like a like a Peace Corps, except um, domestic. So you, they place you somewhere within the United States. So I got placed in this legal aid organization in Boston. So you do that for a year. So I was doing that, and then I was also slowly starting to do stand up, um, just at open mics and things like that. Mm-hmm. What well, did you What did you do your undergrad in? Uh, I studied psychology and economics. Oh, okay. So, when, are you still working, like, and doing comedy, or are you just doing comedy full-time now? Now it's doing comedy full-time. Cool. So, how did your parents react when you were like, hey, um, I'm going to, like, skip the 9-to-5 bit and start doing stand-up? Well... So I, I think the process of it becoming a full-time 
like being able to do it full time happened gradually, and there were a couple like uh, tipping points throughout that, mm-hmm. which allowed for it to happen. So the actual point at which you know I, I started doing it full time, my parents were okay with it. But basically, what happened was like I when I was out in Boston, I they had a comedy festival called uh, the Boston Comedy Festival, and I had won that and through through that um got like uh an audition for last comic standing and when i got on last comic standing um basically like i I was voted through to the finale so i got to perform on the finale and that's when like there was enough in the pipeline to make doing stand-up full-time viable and also like because it was like national TV exposure, uh, it was not something that my parents would like. They were like, "Oh yeah, this this isn't something that's like a pipe dream. Like it seems very much like something that's doable, right?" Mm-hmm. Um, but even before then, even before then, when I was doing just stand up comedy and at nights and you know um, working during the day, my parents were always like very supportive of it. Um, yeah. My, I think my dad, he would have pursued something more artistic, like he loves literature, he loves theater, but growing up in India, that just isn't something that he could have mm-hmm. done, right? Yeah. So his philosophy, and my mom, uh, I think, agrees with him on this, is like the reason they came to this country was to allow their children to have the opportunities that they didn't have growing up. And one of those opportunities is to pursue something artistic. Mm -hmm. So when I was kind of getting into this, um, my dad was fully supportive of it, as was my mom. That's awesome. Because it could go either way. Like, oh, like my parents told me that I can't get a career in the arts because it just isn't it doesn't make sense, you know, there's no money in it, you know, it's not stable, blah, 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 and then they pass it on to their kids, or it's the opposite, like, well, I would have wanted to do this, so I'm going to make sure that my kids get that, too. So that's awesome that your parents were the latter. Oh, yeah, I, like, I'm, I, I kind of joke that, like, there's, they're so supportive of this, it makes me question how good of parents they are. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, like, there is some element of, like, uh, like a rational person would be like, yeah, this is not a very wise <laughs> choice. <laughs> you should definitely just pursue like medicine or something. You know? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It kind of like that. I mean, that story is so accurate. At least with my parents too, it's like that. And they, it makes me feel sad for them that the things that they wanted to do are, th- you know, they just, they don't see it as an option even now. And, like, even as a hobby, like, my mom did um, journalism and art history and uh, in India, and then she came here, and she's been in banking for 20-something years, and she's never changed her industry, like, she's been doing the same thing, and as someone who, like, just pours out this artistic being in her, she just, it's, it's sad to me that our parents can't do that, mm-hmm. or feel like they can't go back and do something different. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think my my dad's uh, mentality is a little bit different. In like, I think I think my my mom is more like you were saying, where um, if if there if there's like a more secure or traditional uh, path, then once you're on that path, it it's better to kind of stick with that. Um, my dad, I think, he 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 came to the country with like a PhD in biochemistry, and when he when he was in Kentucky, he was working at the University of Louisville. Then came to Massachusetts, and uh, had developed this interest in, for weird reasons in um, taxation and like tax law. Mm-hmm. So he started taking like courses in in taxes, and when he recognized he had like a real knack for doing that work, um, through kind of a series of events, basically transitioned from being a scientist to being a financial planner. Wow! 
And even still, like my dad is, he's a, like a very gifted public speaker and has like this tax planning practice. But even though it's like, uh, some would say like, you know, later on in his life, he's still now like actively pursuing trying to go and do public speaking more often. Like, I think, I think he's always been, like, he views, he is like this, like, deep love of America and the, <laughs> like, opportunities that are present in this country. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you, you know, put your mind to it and you've got a passion for it, then you should go for it. And in this country, you can make it. Like, he's very much like <laughs> um, that, that, that kind of constitution in him. So um, he's still, even though, I think he was kind of constrained in India. That's why he gets like frustrated when he goes back to India mm-hmm. sometimes where it feels like things are moving slowly or there isn't the same meritocracy out there. Mm-hmm. My dad feels the same way about yeah, India. He hates same. going back. <laughs> <laughs> My dad goes quite frequently and every time it's the same story. Like, why can't they get shit together? Why is everything so slow? <laughs> Yeah, I think the last time my folks were there, it was like demonetization was going on. Mm-hmm. So it was just like chaos. Where like, I think like they were accepting some uh, amount of rupees in the you know notes that they were drawing or pulling out from the system. Mm-hmm. But like, for some reason, like if my dad had or my folks had arrived like a week after. The rule was like, okay, then we would have accepted your money, but because you've arrived like a week before, um, none of this is getting to accepted. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's just like really arbitrary. And they had like a deadline that people mm-hmm. had to return. What was that like, ten thousand dollar rupee notes? Yeah, it was like or ten thousand dollar, not dollars, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, well, in this case, it was like a reverse debt because like what they were told was like you arrived. I think it was like. You know, I'm just going to make up some dates. They arrived on December 20th. Mm-hmm. And had they arrived on December 27th, like the week later, then it would have been okay. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a reverse situation, which is very oh. much what I imagine okay. like Indian rules being where <laughs> like, there is logic, but it's completely like inverted. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Um, so... I had a question that didn't really like it had to do with so um tell us a little bit about the event because when you were talking earlier uh you wanted to also let us know about an event that's going on in new york um called abcd but it's american born so it's abdc A-B-D-C. american born dc comics okay. yeah right. so me uh and, and three uh, three other south asian american comics casey aurora tushar singh and the uh, late Akash Singh <laughs> is uh, set to perform at Caroline's on Broadway on India's Independence Day, August 15th. Basically, we used to kind of get together, kind of happened organically. Um, last year, we used to get together to kind of write out jokes. All of them are, you know, really funny comedians, so it was cool just to kind of build off of each other's premises and see like oh you know can you take it this angle or that angle even though you know we have like very different voices we kind of can like uh work on each other's jokes in that way so we used to get together and do that and it was a lot of fun and at some point we we're like oh we should do a show together because you know we we've got different voices but we, we get have good chemistry so we put together a show in new jersey first of course because that's <laughs> where you need, <laughs> there's so many brown people right uh, and, and it went well, and so we're like, all right, let's do it in New York, and we figured what better time to do it than India's Independence Day. It would be kind of like a celebratory show. And I think this is the first time it's going to be like an all-Desi um, cast at Caroline's for oh, wow. a comedy show for India's Independence Day. So it should be uh, exciting and a fun show for people. Can I just add one quick thing? Uh, to yeah. our listeners, Akash has not died. He means late, as in he hasn't made it to the podcast yet. Well, I, I well, like we don't know actually. Yeah. That's speculation. He's dead to me. At this point. Fair. That is fair. Judas. Um, no, but that's really exciting. Like that you guys could pull that off. That all Daisy comics. I mean, there are still people in the world who only think. 
who think that the only DC comics in the world are Russell Peters, Aziz, and now Hasan Minhaj. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that's awesome that there's more. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very exciting. I think it'll be. Um, I think it's cool, also that like uh, the the people who are performing, we all. I I think we do touch on you know some aspect of having like a you know Indian upbringing or Indian viewpoint or experiences of being brown, but it's not like the only thing we talk about. And uh, I think it'll be cool for people who come out because I think there is this perception that like, oh, if it's an Indian show, it's just going to be, you know, like a, we're just going to be talking about, yeah. you know, crazy thing our parents did when we were kids or something right. like that. Yeah, like people, Which, other people won't get it unless like they had the same story. And it's like, no, that's not what comedy is about. Like they want to be relatable and they're just being funny <laughs> by using yeah. anecdotes yeah, exactly. that happen to be about them being white. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's a frustrating part of being brown and having that kind of spotlight on you. Like, I would imagine that there was, I remember someone asking Aziz about this and he was saying, you know, what are your, what's your advice to young brown kids out there trying to make it in this industry? And he was like, you can do anything that white people can do. It's not about like (laughs) being like, you know, you don't have to be just because you, people are seeing you and hearing you all the time. Doesn't mean that like you have to constantly be a spokesperson about like your culture Mm -hmm. and like, it's not always your job to teach people about it. Mm-hmm. And you just need to talk. Like, you're an American person, and you're a human, and you just need to talk about that and not have it just be about you being a brown person. Right, yeah. I, like, I think I think that it should be, like, multidimensional. Like, you can talk about being brown, but it, if it's, like, the only thing you're talking about or you feel, like, pigeonholed or, like, you know, forced into talking, it, then that's unnatural. Um I think Aziz, in his stand-up, like, I think he very, like, actively tries to avoid talking about it, mm-hmm. or, yeah. um, but I think some other comics feel like, though that's, that's the only thing they should be talking about, mm-hmm. and I think somewhere in the middle is where, at least I fall, and where I think a lot of the comedians that are going to be performing on the show mm-hmm. at Caroline's will fall as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, it's about what you are looking for in your set as well. Do you think uh, doing comedy is a little bit of therapy for you? Therapy? Um, therapy? I don't know. I, I, I think, I don't, like, I, I mean, therapy in, this, in the sense of, like, uh, does it help me? Uh, Get something off your chest or, like, release some energy? Yeah, if that if yes, yeah, so I guess in the, in that definition, yeah, I, I think it's interesting because the, like for a lot of stand up comedians, they suffer for, with like like you know men, mental illness and that mm-hmm. sort of issue. So when the phrase like therapy gets thrown around, I think like for them, it genuinely is like something that is required for them to get like some sort of mental stability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for me, that's not the case, but I think it's therapeutic in the sense that like there are a lot of things that just generally I'm walking around and I'll get like frustrated about, and then I'll be like, okay, well I can just like rant about this Mm -hmm. on stage. Mm -hmm. And in that sense, it's therapeutic the the same way. I'm sure like, you know, people who write columns for uh, like a op-ed column find it therapeutic or, you know, somebody who does like a podcast finds it therapeutic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's true for us. It it definitely is. It helps us kind of work things out in our head. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Or just, like, bitch about things on a mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's also, like, a uh, kind of a power trip to just force people to listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So what, um, what are some of your goals that you have set when it comes to comedy? Do you have anything, like, in the works or anything that you're hoping to do? Um, well, I mean, when I, when I first started out, so... In my, um, in my, so it, when I was in college, the there was this humor magazine called the Harvard Lampoon that a lot of people who uh, have written for have gone on to write for other like TV shows. Um, so there's like BJ Novak from The Office, Conan O'Brien was on it. So um, when I was on it, uh, I didn't really know the history behind it, mm-hmm. but then, um, 
after I graduated, I like my roommate was on it, and he went on and he wrote for like Family Guy and wrote for like mm-hmm. other um, other shows on HBO now. So um, when I when I got into comedy, uh, it was m- partially because like I realized like that was like an avenue that people could even pursue like that because like friends had done it and like there was like a history of people doing it it became a little bit more real right mm-hmm. um as far as goals go within that i think like um originally when i was getting when i was just starting it was like okay let's see if you can do this uh professionally um and then the next goals were like all right maybe you can try to get on tv somehow um and then it was like, all right, after doing Last Comic Standing, it was like, can you try to get a late night spot, something like a Conan or um, like a, a, the Tonight Show, the Late Show. Mm-hmm. So those, those things kind of fell into place. Um, I think after that, the next goals would be trying to do something a little bit lengthier. So Comedy Central has like half hour specials. Netflix now has like these longer specials. So something like that I think would be kind of the next step. Um, And then on the writing side of it, I hadn't, hadn't known if that was something that I wanted to pursue, but because like there were people from college who had gone into it and I kind of, uh, when I write jokes, some more of a, um, I think jo- like people people talk more about like the the quality of jokes in some people's acts, and that's kind of been something that people commented on mine. So I thought it would be a good thing to try to pursue comedy writing. So, um, so I wrote last year for a show called Adam Ruins Everything, and then uh, when I came back to New York uh, for the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, so. Those were kind of like experiences that helped me get a little bit of like the writing, and now maybe down the line, mm-hmm. um, after I kind of like established a little bit more like the stand-up credentials, mm-hmm. maybe there would be something that allows for the two to converge. But um, I think for now the focus would be on stand-up comedy mm-hmm. and trying to get like a half hour or an hour thing, and then go from there. Well, you did some spots with. Um, you were on Conan and Colbert, right? And there was another one, I think. Right. Uh, oh, so how did you get on that? And what was that <laughs> I, I know you meant it in a way of like, oh, I'm Oh curious. my gosh, yeah, no, but no, no. Like, oh my like, God. <laughs> how the hell did you get on? No, no, no. It's not at all. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sitting right next to her, and she had a genuine... Just question. She was so <laughs> curious. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I should probably watch how I say things before only audio. Yeah, I didn't mean it in a malicious way. You seem like uh, a very lovely man. It's funny. I was throwing shade for I'm no reason. I'm just gonna stop. Today's like a good one for No, but really, how the hell did you get on this? <laughs> Also, can you introduce me to Trevor Noah? Because I have the biggest crush on him. And I basically just watched the uh, show to look at his I'm, face. Right. Yeah, you're, you're the only girl who's <laughs> madly in love with Oh, Trevor yeah. Noah. yeah. Obviously. Obviously. He's super unappealing to everyone else. Uh, <laughs> um, it, that, it was bizarre. So when I interviewed for, uh, I'll, I'll tell you how I got on Conan. But uh, quick story, when I interviewed for the Daily Show position, um, you know, I went in and I, like, met with, like, the executive producers and the head writer, and then Trevor came in, and um, he, he, you know, he told me he'd seen my uh, shows, or my performances on Conan, like, like the material, and then um, he started, uh, he started talking to me in Hindi. What? yeah like he 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 loves learning languages so he knows like you know just growing up growing up he knows like whatever the language like his native tongue is um but then english and then like his dad is from i want to say germany or something so he's got that and knows like french but then he was like seeing a girl who was um from india so he was like he had learned a little bit of hindi um but i don't speak Hindi, so he asked me something, <laughs> and I, I was just like, yeah, sure, like, I had no idea what I was agreeing, 
Um, but I think he asked, like, do you want to be my friend? Like, and it's not the most cutting it or whatever it would be, you know. That's so um, cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there was, like, if you guys needed any more ammunition for uh, one, you should be infatuated with Trevor Noah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the way I, I got on Conan was basically uh, Akash was supposed to do the spot, but then he never showed up, so I just did it. <laughs> that's a joke he that was just throwing shade at Akash again no what happened was after I did um, so I had done a spot on the late show with uh, the late, late show with Craig Ferguson who okay. was doing the spot at, uh, that spot at that time mm-hmm. um, that had gone well so we like the people who represent me sent um, a new tape as well as that tape over to the Conan people, the booker there, to see if they'd be interested in having me on. And the turnover was actually pretty quick. Uh, the booker liked the material, gave some feedback, tweaked it a little bit, and then um, and then like a few weeks later, I did uh, did that performance on there. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna end uh, this yep. segment. <laughs> Sorry. Um, a little out of it. Um, so we like to play a little game with all of our guests, so we thought that this would be a good time to play it. Um, it's a little this or that type game that we it's are a, so brilliant it's a, little what, it's a little what game? Oh, this or that. This or that, yeah. okay. Um, that we like to call this or that, because <laughs> we're so creative. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I'm okay. Hey. Cali, man. So we have five this or that type questions. I'm really good with words. Um, and it's just rapid fire. You just have to say the first thing that comes to your mind out of the two options. It's like Coke or Pepsi, and you just pick one of them. Yeah. Whichever you prefer. <laughs> the explanation of this very basic game is we figure if we just keep throwing out this or that how dare you call it basic (laughs) our whole tagline is we're not your basic bitches Um, I mean it's very it's a very simple game I think if I you could you could show like a four year old and he would pick this game up alright well are you ready to play or what Could you just? Uh, could you just I, I'm just a little confused. Like, what are the? What's the instructions? How do you play this? <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, we have five questions. We're just gonna go back and forth, and you can't go back on any of your answers. Whatever you say is the right answer, and we're gonna publish this right away. So, okay. if we say Coke or Pepsi, and you say Pepsi, but Coke is endorsing you, sorry. Okay. Um, okay. Yep. <laughs> you mean you mean like Coke is in cocaine, right? Obviously, yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Boston or New York City? Boston. Khakis or jeans? <laughs> jeans. Stereo or record player? Stereo. Orange juice or apple juice? Apple. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize there was judgment involved in this. Oh, game. there's I always judgment involved. Judgment. <laughs> oh, okay. It's 2017. There's judgment involved in everything. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, pillows or blankets? Uh, p- pillows. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. You did it! Yay! Yay! You passed. You the picked all the right answers. Uh, okay. Well. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cali man. happen to be drinking orange juice right now oh okay well because it's better you know orange juice is from apples orange juice is is just sugar yeah yeah, and your point okay so is apple juice so they're pretty much the same (laughs) but that's like saying 
That's like saying ice cream is basically just sugar and chocolate is just sugar, so those are the same. They literally say it, it's apples and oranges. So yeah. apples juice and oranges, you can't compare the two. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a very strong argument. I'm gonna, I'm gonna accept what you just said. Yeah. Thank you. I feel good about myself. That was a high five in case you guys didn't um, catch it. <laughs> okay, well, where can people find tickets to your show and find your work online? Yeah, for uh, work online, personally, you can go to. Uh, it's my name. Which is dot com. It's Olingan <laughs> Mitra. A as an apple. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Uh, L-I-N-G-O-N-M-I-T-R-A dot com. Uh, likewise, on Twitter, it's just my first name, at Olingon. Uh, and uh, Facebook, same deal, just my name. Um, for the show itself, uh, I think the most efficient thing to do is if you just type in uh, if you go to uh, Caroline's website, www.carolines.com, the show is, again, on India's Independence Day, which is August 15th. So on the calendar there, there's uh, August 15th. Click on that, and there are uh, tickets available. The show is at 7.30, New York City, Broadway, Caroline's. We would love to have you guys come. Yeah, and uh, there's a promo code, which is ABDC, that expires on... Sunday, which I believe is what the twelfth, thirteenth. Okay, the thirteenth. Um, ABDC, and that gives like five dollars off. So anybody who listens to this, if you use that promo code, you'll get five dollars off. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. I will post all the links, everything in the description of the episode, so you guys can get all your tickets and all your basic comedy fixings. And uh, yeah, thank you for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, we um we also have like a I can't say but there's like a there's like a special guest on the show that people would recognize from like uh, Netflix and Comedy Central. So oh, cool. um, if there is any added incentive there, um, come on down. <laughs> Mysterious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, that's awesome. Well, thank you. It was nice to meet you. Yeah, Hi, thanks guys so, so much for having me, <laughs> and um, we will uh, tell Akash. How much fun he missed out on. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll do a part two soon, so stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> if you love this, you're going to love it more. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good day. It was great to talk to you. All right. Talk to you guys later. Right, bye. bye. Thanks bye. again. Yep. Wait, he's calling us live. Oh, yay. Hey. Hello. Hey. Uh, <laughs> No. no, we did not. Oh, so Akash kind of overslept, but he just called me. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> guys, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we got, it's fine. We got our our own by just talking shit about you for a half an hour. So. Yeah, we don't need you anymore. Honestly, actually. good. Uh, <laughs> I, that's what I was telling. I was telling them that you would have loved us kind of ripping on you. <laughs> I actually would have. I did not have. Well then, you could just listen That's to the episode. Does anyway. <laughs> um. Well, cool. We were actually just recording part of the intros for the episode, so we're still on it. Cool. All right, perfect. Would you guys want to chat for like fifteen minutes? Yeah, with let's do it. Yeah, for sure. Cool. We have another very special guest for you guys today. Um. He is late, but he is not dead. <laughs> you have seen him on Wild and Out. You may have caught a stand up in New York City. Or you may have heard him and his friend Arjun on the American Theses podcast. Please welcome Akash Singh. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How how you doing? Welcome to the party, the chai tea party. I'm guys. That's how I'm doing. I'm well rested. <laughs> Good for you. A little hungover, maybe? No, I, I don't even drink. I just uh, I have trouble sleeping, and then yesterday I finally got sleep, and it just got out of hand. <laughs> well, I guess that's good news. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah. Sorry again. No, it's okay. We totally get it. We were running late anyway, so it kind of worked out. Well, we're Indians, so that's what exactly. We <laughs> yeah, we're just you know making sure that there's continuity. Akash is proving his credentials by showing up as late as possible. <laughs> no, really, yeah. guys, I'm Indian. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. 
So how did you guys, how did you guys meet? Like, I know that you were talking about writing together and kind of workshopping things out, but how did you guys end up actually, like, crossing paths? I met Alingon at a show in Boston, actually. I did, like, the only time I ever performed in Boston, maybe, or, like, one of the two. I saw him, and uh, I remember, actually, Emma Wilman. I don't know if you know this, Alingon, but there was another comic from New York who lived in Boston. Her name was Emma, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, this kid is like, I hear about this kid all the time. So I was really curious to see, mm, cool. and then I saw a set, and it was funny, and then actually one of the jokes almost scared me, because it was like, he was just riffing, but it was pretty much the same as one of my jokes already. Oh. So I was like, oh, Jesus. So I, I said to him after the show, I was like, hey, man, really funny, just so you know if you ever see me doing that. And he was like, I don't care. <laughs> like, right, well, there you go. Uh, and then I think you, after I saw him on the comic standing, I think I like retweeted for, you know, to support him or whatever. And then when he came to New York, we just kind of connected. That's awesome. awesome. Aww, I love that little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Outcast has always been like very supportive of um, like brown people doing stuff for the most part. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so it was really Until cool. Until you give me a reason to not us. like you, I'm going to like you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's your reasons are pretty guilty. quick, too, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, quite possible. That's quite possible. <laughs> I got a little auntie in me. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? I think so. I yeah. think so. Nice. So, where, Akash, where are you from? I'm North Indian, and I'm born and raised in Dallas, Texas. Hmm. Oh, cool. Da- what? How did you get to the East Coast, son? Boat, uh, plane, well, when train. I was in college, <laughs> I was pre-med, and then oh, okay. uh, my best friends moved to L.A., and then I had always kind of wanted to do stand-up, and I'd done it a few times in college, and then my, my best friend was going out there, and I had a year while I was applying to uh, med school. And uh, I was like, why don't I just try this, see how it goes? And my mom was like, I ran it by my mom and she said, go, because I would rather you know, even if you can't do it, than wonder for the rest of your life. Oh, wow. Which was dope to me. That's amazing. So, yeah, I went there for like a year and a half, and then everybody kept telling me, you go to, you went to the wrong place. You go to New York when you start. That's where you get good. You come to L.A. to get famous. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just kind of took that advice. Wow. I cool. told them you should go back to med school. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's never too late, right? <laughs> no, it's really not. I still think about it. <laughs> so how did you start getting into comedy and learning about it and kind of figuring out that you could make it happen? Um, I, one of my friends made me. He wasn't even a great friend, to be honest. We were just like, <laughs> we were just like kind of cool. And he always told me, uh, you're going to go to med school. I'm sorry, you're not going to go to med school. You're going to go. be a stand-up comic. I'm going to be your manager. I'm going to take 10% of whatever you make. <laughs> He told me that in high school, in like wow, 11th grade, wow. when I moved to a new school. I moved to a new school and slowly started letting on to people how crazy I was. <laughs> and uh, he was one of the guys that got it earlier than most. But then he, we didn't, he would just say that every once in a while. And then we got pretty cool. We would hang out a good amount. And then was, freshman year college. Was he Indian? Colleges. No, white dude. Oh. Hockey player. The whitest dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and... Uh, he said, like, there was an open, we went to college, like, two hours away from each other, and he's like, hey, there's an open mic here, because he, well, I didn't know where open mics were or what they were, but he stumbled across one. He was like, get five minutes of material together and come down, and I thought of five minutes, that in retrospect, was, like, pretty hacky and not great, but I went down there, and they loved it, and then I remember that was like, all right, well, I wouldn't admit it, but for that was what I, I knew, like, this is what I wanted to do. You still do that five minutes. <laughs> I still, it's my opener, actually. <laughs> Come to the show August 15th. That's the five minutes I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a question that we ask everyone, and we actually wanted to call you back to get your answer on this. Um, so because New York City is super busy, um, the stand-up world, comedy in general, is a very negative place, if you allow it to be at least. What is something that you guys do to kind of keep yourself grounded and mentally stable? In the words of self-care, like, what do you do for yourself to, I guess, remind yourself that, you know, I'll, I'll be okay? Alingon, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Besides drink, of course, because well, that's kind of a given, right? <laughs> it, this is a tough one for me, because uh, Akash and the other comedians all say, like, I'm an emotional robot, so <laughs> I'm not, like, I, I don't. I don't really uh, get down on myself in the way that I think a lot of people who are doing stand-up comedy tend to. Um, that being said, I like you know my brother's in the city, so I'll, uh, I'll spend time with him, mm-hmm. and I've got like uh, a circle of people who uh, exist outside of near uh, outside of comedy who I'll try to spend time with. Mm-hmm. 
and then like if I've got a night free or something like that, um, I'll I'll go to like a dance class or something. Oh, okay. What kind of dance do you like to do? I like, so I like like Indian dance if I can get a class in for that. Oh, he just wants to meet girls. (laughs) (laughs) I've never, I've never gone to a dance class before. This is all BS. Oh my god! I was like, this is so left field. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. You guys go to dance classes to meet girls. <laughs> Is it? No, that, no, because I, so I go to like, I'll, I'll go to like, uh, I like tango, Argentine tango, but the problem with that is like the women who go to that are all 65 years old, so it's very difficult. Um, hey, we're doing nothing but a number. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I, I'm, I'm into them. They're not into me. <laughs> oh, dang. Gotcha. That's rough. Yeah. So then how do you cope with that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's just like Akash will make fun of me, and I'll just accept that. Okay. He has no emotions, guys. He's. We all say he's a robot because he's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you met my friend Shama? <laughs> also an emotional together. robot. They talk about code or whatever. They'd be fine. Um, <laughs> Akash, what about you? Uh, it is. I think for a lot of years, I did allow it to affect me negatively. And then at a certain point, I just kind of realized, like, you can't be, like, I remember before comedy, I was a much happier person at that point. And I was like, I got to go back to that. Mm-hmm. So I made a big effort to, like, just be more positive And, like, I don't try to hang out with a ton of comics because mm-hmm. comics can be very negative and whatever, which isn't the best networking move. But for me, it was better. And then, mm-hmm. like, I do go to therapy now. And, like, mm-hmm. I try to meditate. Not as, cons- as consistent as I would like to be, but I try mm-hmm. to meditate mm-hmm. um, at least six days a week. Wow, nice. That was my set of goals. But then, like, now at this point, it's like, as long as I do a minute, I consider that continuing the whatever. But mm-hmm. either, way, either way, I think that's helped a little bit. Just, like, uh, a lot of work on myself, I think, mm-hmm. has been big. Yeah, we were talking to someone else about that. Like, it taking care of yourself is hard. And, yeah. Like, taking time to do it. Like, therapy is hard. It sucks sometimes, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. power to you. Yeah. Oh, hey, we just got your email. Do you still want to record? <laughs> <laughs> we're in a dungeon, yeah, let's set, up, so. let's set up a time. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Actually, we're going to ask you the this or that questions because we have a little, well, Tiffany will tell you. <laughs> I have a little spiel. It's amazing. I wrote it myself. Um, <laughs> so nice. We, so we play a little game with all of our guests. It's a little this or that type game that we have brilliantly named this or that. <laughs> Ta-da! All right, work. I like it. <laughs> So we have five questions for you, like coffee or tea, uh, Brittany or Christina, like those kinds of questions, and then you just have to like, rapid fire answer them. We've also okay. realized uh, after playing this game already that there are right answers and wrong answers. So and they will ambush you with judgment. Oh, okay, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, this I'm is in it. a safe space, so sorry if that was what you. No, I hate safe spaces. Cool. Perfect. On the same page. Got it. All right. So they're the same questions that we asked. A lingon, except we changed one of them uh, to just fit you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Ready? Yes. Dallas or New York City? Dallas. Packies or jeans? Jeans. Does anyone have a pair? I thought you said packies, and I was like, I'm already uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like they said, it wasn't a safe space. That would have taken. Was- oh, <laughs> Strange this or that, like they have nothing to do with each yeah. other. Uh, <laughs> stereo or record player? Ooh, stereo. Nice. Orange juice or apple juice? Orange. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> apple juice. Oh, I got the monster. What a I guy. know. That's exactly what we said. <laughs> I'm a child. Who picks apple juice? Very positive children's memories. There's no vitamins. No one drinks apple juice in the morning to wake up. It's not ubiquitous breakfast food. You're an idiot. <laughs> It's a great, it strong. comes in a little box, you can put, put a straw and sip it, oh. oh. Get a Capri Sun. No. <laughs> yeah. Commit. Oh, uh, pillows or blankets? Pil- ooh, pillows. Ooh, nice, nice. nice. Okay. What? I said pillows and you guys were like, ugh. No, that was a joke. <laughs> I was, was right just doing, apple juice. I was just doing a callback for the apple juice thing. I don't really care, pillows or blankets. I don't, yeah. But both of you piled on, I mean, for, Okay. It just felt yeah, like it was the just thing a, to a do. Funny, a funny thing. You guys yeah. know funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> I 
was crying, but now I feel better. Thank you. I should have said blanket. <laughs> we just like to have oh, people on the so show fun. to destroy all of their confidence. <laughs> it helps us feel empowered. It's easy to do with comics. <laughs> oh, good. Hey, Akash, where can people find your work? We already plugged the show stuff, but where can people find all of your stuff? Uh, most of my stuff is my name, Akash Singh, A K double A S H S I N G H. That's my website, AkashSingh.com. That's my Twitter. That's my Instagram. Snapchat is Akash Singh Chat. Uh, so, yeah, just any one of those things, you should be able to find me. Cool. Awesome. Are you are you still doing American Basies? Yes, we took a hiatus. Um, oh, I didn't know you guys knew about us. That's cool. Or maybe we did talk. Have we spoken about that? We have, yeah. Okay, that's right. That On was a Twitter, while ago. Yeah, yeah. We still need to yeah. work together. We put out it. We got a new season coming out. Hopefully on the same day as our show, Independence Day. Nice. That's what we're okay. shooting for. Uh, but ours and I have both been really busy with other stuff, so we're okay. trying to figure out how to make that work. But we got all the interviews done for like an eight-episode season, Perfect. centered around health and wellness awesome. in, the, nice. in the South Asian community. Mm-hmm. And um, we're gonna start putting out those episodes around August fifteenth, hopefully. Cool. But don't be surprised if it comes out much later. Don't be surprised if I oversleep. Because you guys are Indian. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was great. I'm so glad that we got to talk to you as well, Akash. Yes, thank you guys for having us. Of and course. thank you for uh, putting up with my tardiness. <laughs> no, you're fine. Anytime. Yeah, thank you. Um, please come back on the show, you guys. This was, this was great. Yes, ma'am. Sounds great. And then we'll talk American Daisies for sure. Okay, for sure. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Good, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. So, if you like stand-up comics, apple juice, ugh, or self-deprecating Indian girls, share this with someone you like. Or don't like. Someone you want to invite to the ABDC show. Someone who needs more of a reason to be obsessed with Trevor Noah. Call me. Or someone who also got ghosted by the late Akash Singh. One, two, three. Thanks, Thanks for, listening. for listening. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that was great. I, I love it. Perfect. You guys are going to go somewhere one day. Like, I can just feel it. <laughs> you guys are going to make something out of yourself. Why the hate? Because they bitch the way that this brand boy talk. How this brand boy walk and they know this brand boy don't stop. Don't stop. Y'all know. One time for them lost boys. The ones who never made it back home. See, we put it all on the line. Yeah, we did it all on our own. Hands up if you a lost boy. You ain't ever give a mother what. Keep them up, you a lost boy. We looking at the world like your time's up. Time's up. Time's up. Ready? I got one, two. We have to say cheers? Yeah. Thanks for listening. And then wait a second. That's pretty colonial. I feel uncomfortable about that.